The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with best-selling author, speaker, and motivational coach, April Joy Ford. April has faced adversity in her life, such as childhood sexual abuse and becoming a widow and a single parent at 32. Through all of her challenges, she's gone from tragedy to triumph. She'll help you to do the same. Get empowered by taking a holistic approach. Now, here is your host, April Joy Ford. Welcome. I'm April Joy Ford, the voice of You're Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. Let's say hello to all of our fans and listeners globally. I'll just mention the top five countries. We have, of course, the United States online, New Zealand, Cambodia, Japan, and Spain. Those are our top regions. Each listener is a life and each life does matter. So I appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. Seeking answers and solutions to your situations and setbacks. And I'm glad, again, you've tuned in to really get some insights on tools and truth to get empowered. Know that you're not alone and that there is hope. And I'm here to say that there's golden blessings to be discovered even when life throws you that curveball and you can still experience joy. So let's see how we can integrate the four steps in our segment and episode today. Again, the four step is first to recognize the rubble that are barriers and roadblocks. Second, respond by creating a recovery plan for you. Three, reevaluate your plan as you continue to grow and evolve. Fourth, rebalance the relationships that bring meaning and value to your life and most importantly you have to start within yourself first as a moment of self-reflection and self-growth so our segment and episode today with my guest jocelyn hilling we're going to be talking about mastering your mind let's play with reality when dealing with an adversity or trauma in your life our minds go into survival mode but oftentimes some people will get stuck in this mode The perceptions of our minds become our reality. So how do we master our minds to create a new reality to get out of survival mode? As an ego deconstruction expert, Jocelyn Hilling has her master's degree in clinical mental health counseling and her bachelor's in psychology. In the field of psychology, she has realized that is what is more than meets the eye in the realm of the mind. She is in awareness and she takes a strong mind in her perception to really be grounded in consciousness. She has embodied source consciousness as she begins her work deeper in the aspects of mental health and in the mind, really breaking down the barriers and constructs regarding the victimhood and ideations of being broken. So I'm excited to bring on Jocelyn to our show this week. Without further ado, Jocelyn, how are you? I'm well. Thank you, April. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. So thank you so much for the invitation. Well, let's start with 
Explain to our audience, what do you do as an ego deconstruction expert? Um, well, basically, I used to work as an ego deconstruction expert. So that was one of my roles uh, in the previous year. And my job was really to um, unravel the stories of the mind by being a mirror for all my clients in order for them to really find an authentic, true path uh, in trust and love through themselves, really. And did you find that when you start the process of unraveling these stories or perceptions and beliefs um, with your clients, since you said, you know, you're basically being a mirror for them and uncovering a lot of those stories from experiences or it could be hurts and habits or hiccups. Would you say it's a, it's a difficult process or how would you explain that process for people when they're first starting? Well, when people first come to see me, I think that the, the thing that in, is most difficult is to put your trust in another person to really speak truth to you and be that mirror. It's an extremely vulnerable process when you allow somebody to share space with you and experience the realities that we share. Um, The world that I create is different than the world you create. And then we can co-create together, which is amazing. But before we can co-create worlds together, We have to invite someone into our experience. And really, when we deconstruct the ego, the whole purpose of ego really is to keep us safe. Um, It thinks that we're in danger, and it wants to soothe your body by creating what I call stories in your mind. And so there is a component of trust in yourself and really believing in yourself and that little voice you hear to be true as you trust another person to mirror vulnerability for you to access your heart. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, it does. And I like how you pointed out that the ego really is there to, for a purpose to keep us safe. But would you say that sometimes our stories or beliefs that we've created or maybe inherited from, from other people growing up, it's really not quote unquote safe for us? Well, I think a lot of the times we have a perception of fear. And so we perceive our world to not be safe because we put our trust in other people. Uh, We put our trust in our mind. We put our trust in information. We put our trust in systems, technology, schools, Mm -hmm. education. I mean, basically, we uh, start our lives at a very young age putting trust in everything but ourselves. And we do this with our children as well. I mean, when my daughter sits down at the table and she says, mom, I want to be a doctor when I grow up. And I said, why do you want to be a doctor? And she's like, well, because I want to help people and I want to heal people. And I said, well, why can't you be Bailey? And I speak to her that way because at the second she chooses to be anything other than her, we start to build a whole entire person that we think is real, basically. And then we are living our lives in an inauthentic place, trying to please other people to find ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there is a difference between 
you know, doing whatever profession that you're actually doing, a profession is something that you just actually do. In that example, you said your daughter wanted to be a doctor. So that's just doing. But who is she as a person in in being? Can you elaborate a little bit more on that so our audience can know the difference when they're, you know, trying yeah. to discover, I call it the powerful you or your authentic self of being versus doing? Thank you so much for asking for clarity on that, April. Um, I know that sometimes the language I use can can really cause a bigger idea um, or really paint a picture or a metaphor. Um, and you're absolutely right. There is a difference between doing and being. Uh, a lot of the times we're raised in a world that tells us our worth is developed by doing and showing others what we can do. And so doing looks like actions, achievements, uh, things that we're good at, and really showing people, look, look at me, I'm good. Look at me, I have my master's. Look at me, I'm a doctor. Look at me, I color this beautiful picture. And when we do that, we are, we are looking for validation in other people, and that is true. We want to be validated by others. But we also have to hear that one part that's saying, you know what, if someone does not like the p- picture I colored, mm-hmm. I choose to love it because I created it. Uh, we're ne- never really taught how to truly love ourselves or to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Really just be okay. Or just I accept, mean, accept, just who, accept we who we are without anybody's yes, validation perfect. or approval, like you said. Yes, exactly, exactly. I was like, what's the simplest way to say that? And you absolutely said it perfectly. Thank you, April. So what would you say is, since we talked about the doing, like you said, we we as a society or family or culture, we're taught that our worth is developed by all these things that we do and achieve markers of success. And really, we're looking for validation from others. And how do we know where we're standing in alignment of who we are and in, in, in being who we are. Through awareness of who we are. I think a lot of the times we just need to open our eyes to a new culture that we can choose to walk into. Um, but it's scary. I mean, evolution is scary. Uh, a newness is scary. Truth is scary. Seeing yourself for who you are at your core and just choosing to love you it's completely scary. Um, and you can choose not to see fear at the same time. And I think that's like the shift that a lot of us need to make in our culture and in our world, um, through our systems, through our families, through each other, really. And, um, the way we do that is by challenging in, in really moving energy different. Um, and we, we have to build a ladder in order to access some of those things. I call it mastering our mind in order to change our reality. Um, and it, it's a fun process. It could be a lot of fun to do this. It does not have to be difficult. It could be easy and it can be in an instant. Uh, we just have to choose to be in awareness and allow ourselves to kind of drift to a new place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, let's go ahead and hold that thought. 
And when we come back from our short break, we'll have Jocelyn explain a little bit more on what this process looks like when mastering our minds. And my quick commercial announcement for you guys, if you guys are ready to break through your barriers, make sure you get the downloadable copy of You're Not Alone. You can text the keyword JOY to 38470. And yes, I am giving it away for free because I stand in truth and alignment and confidence that my content products and what I teach um, really works and I'll share some of the testimonials um, after one of our breaks so more with Jocelyn when we come back it's your world motivate change succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com Do you have adversity or challenges in your life weighing you down? Are you sick and tired of feeling depressed, down, and just plain unhappy? Get yourself out of this rut. Take action. Break through the barriers in your life and gain the confidence that you deserve by downloading the free ebook, You Are Not Alone, at MyJoyAgain.com. This book will help you to create your own blueprint to rise above life's challenges and discover the power inside you. Start smiling again, enjoy life, and feel empowered that you can face anything that is in front of you. Visit MyJoyAgain.com for the free ebook or text to 38470. The keyword, joy. On It's Absolutely All About You, host Eileen Nunez bases her show on the forthcoming book of the same name. If you've been taught to hold your head high and keep your self-esteem in check, where do you go if you aren't yet achieving that goal? Each program is based on a chapter of the book and comes from Eileen's many years of experience in order to help you find your inner peace. Listen for It's Absolutely All About You, live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com tuned into you are not alone to reach april joy ford or her guest on today's program you may call into 1-888-346-9141 again that's 1-888-346-9141 if you'd rather send april an email her email address is april j ford at joys now back to you are not alone how to rise above life's challenges we are back with my guest Jocelyn Hilling, and we are playing with reality by mastering our mind. So, Jocelyn, hope our audience, if they're dealing with an adversity or trauma, some sort of challenge and setback in life, 
you know, our, our minds are built basically to first react in the survival part of our mode, the dinosaur lizard part of our brain. But oftentimes, would you say that people get stuck in, in this survival mode and they're creating a reality um, based on being in that mode and creating new stories and perceptions and they really don't know how to break the cycle to break through some of those barriers to move, move forward and, and grow Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, really, honestly, if we are never have access to ourselves and our hearts, and uh, how can we trust that? And that's really where the mirror comes in. Um, one of the businesses that I have at um, Personal Power Experts, I mean, our job is basically to be that mirror for you so that we can speak trust in truth through your heart so you can feel a little bit safer. Um, we basically, I tell my clients, I'm going to walk with you to consciousness. I'm going to walk with you um, and show you who you are. And so we train intuitive guides and coaches in order to walk people um, to that side because it is scary. And why do we have to do it alone? We don't. We can do it together. Mm-hmm. And, and that's mm-hmm. another belief system that we chose to, chose to believe in. Uh, that was an ego-based system because we're taught at a very young age that we should be able to do all things and handle all things by ourselves. And that's not true. Um, we can choose to ask for help and we can choose to connect to each other and be vulnerable and transparent in our process and allow others to speak truth to us. And when we do that, it is a, a phenomenal, phenomenal process. Well, I think it's very empowering when you're able to speak truth to somebody else and stand in alignment with them, but also for them to, like you said, one, choose to ask for help and then receive um, the help. But do you think, in my opinion, I, I think people have a hard time maybe choosing to ask for help. That's why I really encourage and inspire people. Like you said, none of us are ever alone to walk this journey called life and to evolve and grow as spiritual human beings. And it's okay to ask for help and to recognize some of those experiences and feelings and thoughts when we do feel alone that others are out there to support and stand with us. Absolutely. And, you know, What do you think is one of the best ways that we can facilitate asking for help? I mean, you have so much experience in this arena, too. Um, April, you're a phenomenal coach and uh, transparent worker and speaker. And I think that um, you also have a lot of experience with people in this arena being really vulnerable and scared and and feeling unsafe in this world. So I'm I'm Mm -hmm. interested to hear your input, too, on how, how we do this together. I think a lot of times people, it's almost like they're they're wanting to, it goes back to the whole validation and worth. They want to know it's okay and they they want to hear that permission that whether it's coming from me or another expert, you know, it's okay to ask for help. It's almost like they have to hear it to go back to the root of what we were talking about earlier of having that validation and worth and confirmation that is it okay for me to ask for help? And and once they hear it, then they're more open to being vulnerable and trusting um, to ask for help and reach out to other resources and be part of a community and a community having the same goals, desired goals um, that you do. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the cool thing is, is when we start to access another level, um, a lot of the times when somebody discovers, like, this amazing place or this great idea, right, they, they discover something new, we think that it's ours, and we want to hold it and make it just ours. Mm-hmm. And keep it secret and maybe, you know, just share it with a couple people here and there or write books or whatever we do. But the truth is, this is all of ours. And if we can see that we are transparent and we are all connected, then when we share this experience of what we create and co-create together, the flow is effortless and endless. Um, asking for help then is easy because we need help in order to grow. We need each other, and it's mm-hmm. okay to need each other. I mean, I just have clear awareness that if we don't ask for help, we're never going to get what we need. And personally, I feel like I deserve a lot of things, and I want to have everything, and I, I want to sit in nothingness and everything in stillness and oneness and consciousness. And the only way I could do that is if I have a team of people that really support my path and support me but I have to ask for it. Right. Do you think that something goes on psychologically with your, your background in psychology? Um, explain to our listeners what goes on with the brain when um, an adversity or trauma hits and we're not able to maybe think rationally or access that part of our brain to make the right choice or to choose and be vulnerable and trust somebody else and asking for help. What, what goes on maybe with somebody who's, who's going through this moment right now where they're not ready to make that choice? I think sometimes if when we're not ready to ask for help and we're not ready to make that choice, um, that can be a really scary place for us. Um, and a lot of the times we start to create what I call a reality of doom and gloom. Um, we can sit in a space that we basically create um, worthlessness, helplessness, uh, stillness, and stuckness, and what I would call a living hell. Uh, our mind will play tricks on us. We will think there's no way out. Uh, a lot of the times, I mean, therapists and counselors, they're phenomenal in providing people the skills to skills and coping skills in order to find your way out of what I call stuckness in hell. And the Mm -hmm. only way we could do that is really by sometimes a lot of the times it's family members. If I see someone that's stuck and I love and care about them, I, it makes complete sense to me to kind of take control of that situation for a little bit and really allow them the space and freedom to be vulnerable with me and say, Hey, you know what? I, I can handle this. I'm going to take control. Just trust me. I've got your back. Um, and mm-hmm. so really allowing maybe somebody else to lead that process for us. Right. And you're right. I do agree that there, there's phenomenal work out there with counselors and psychologists and psychiatrists to give maybe a set or a level of tools. But I think it really takes more than just that. That's a good start. But it really takes more of an external force to bring you out of that, like you said, that, that doom and gloom and being, being stuck. It's almost like when you're in quicksand, I call it the quicksand of adversity, because when you're operating in that mode, going back to the survival and reptilian part of your brain, you tend to 
overreact. And when you overreact, you tend to operate in the negative space of, like you said, being fearful or scared, not knowing what to do. You can't see the light at the end of the tunnel and you're just overreacting to things. Kind of like when you um, kick your your arms and you wave your hands in quicksand and the and it's you realize it's it's actually it's you're sinking deeper and deeper faster faster into the quicksand of adversity but the moment you realize you have that power to choose and just reaching out your help for somebody else an external force to pull you out with a rope um, to get you out of that doom and gloom situation Absolutely. I mean, when we don't have the resources, the skills, the tools to be able to access a higher level of thinking, knowingness, even acceptance, just simple things um, to pull us out of that, it, it absolutely um, can be a struggle. We like to, I like to call it um, going from a external locus of control to an internal locus of control. And while we're in a external locus of control, everything in our external world will really shape and form and create our reality. And slowly, given the process, the people you work with, the systems you choose to grow in, um, as you work with people in those places, uh, you're provided with a different skill set, a different mindset, really, and then you can have the chance or the choice to create your reality um, and slowly start to develop what I call an internal locus of control so that you can live your life in stillness and mm-hmm. um, silence. Really, to have your mind quiet in your body is phenomenal once you can um, access that different place. Okay. So tell us more about the process of mastering our mind. I mean, you mentioned some of the key points already, such as being able to be in a place of stillness and silencing your mind and really working internal versus external. But can you give us at the grassroots level what the process looks like? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. Um, In the simplest way, uh, let me explain this. We tend to have three parts of us. Um, the way I see it, we have our body, our physical human body. Uh, we have our heart that we don't hear very often. And then we have our mind. Um, and we really want to be in alignment. And a lot of the times when people start reading books of information, we, um, we get information about feeding our mind. And our mind can be amazing because it really um, develops the language and the ability to see the other parts of ourselves. Um, There is a process of what I call integration. When you choose to see that emotions itself um, are binding you because our mind creates a construct or a story about them, such as your body feels an energy, such as sad, our mind will call it sad and then our body cannot move it because our mind has then labeled it and created a stuckness. So the only way that we can actually move through this place is a process that we call integration where we allow the energy to move through our bodies. And so imagine the energy of sad hitting your body and you feel a heaviness, a stuckness. 
then I want you to picture it moving through you and you transmuting it. The only reason we have not evolved in consciousness is because we have a belief system that we need to feel and think a certain way, um, which really caused a, it almost, I, I would say, put a ceiling on our unlimited potential and growth and abundance and love. And so as we allow um, this process to happen, we, we really go through another process as we pull in our emotions and our energy. Uh, I like to say energy is not created nor destroyed. We move it. We transmute it. It flows through us, in us, in all times. Um, and if we can see energy moving that way and allow our mind to be at ease, knowing we do not have to label it as mm-hmm. a emotion to experience it fully, we can allow our physical bodies then to experience energy in a different way. And that allows our mind to be at ease. And then we go through detachment and we easily can access choice at that point. Did I explain that in a in a really simple way. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I get it. And w- let's do this. Let's let their listeners, hopefully you guys are taking your own notes. We'll recap after the break on the process of um, what Jocelyn calls a process of integration when you're moving your energy and transmuting it and letting the energy flow. So we'll recap once we come back after these messages. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Joy's Gift is a 501c3 nonprofit that empowers women and youth to transition from tragedy to triumph, from loss or sexual abuse. Our program emphasizes a foundation of developing true self-mastery of independence. Our services provide a support system and infrastructure of wraparound resources for services focused on mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. Restore someone's hope, love, peace, and help them develop self-mastery of independence by sharing your gifts with Joy's Gift at www.joysgift.org. That's joysgift.org. It's time to do all of those things that you always said you'd do in your life. What's stopping you? Is it other people, your environment, fear? What could give you a push? Tune in to Raising the Bar with Amy Bredo. Our show is all about taking risks and turning them into positives and personal gain. We'll help your inner voice speak up and get you out of that comfort zone. Raising the Bar can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into You Are Not Alone. To reach April Joy Ford or her guest on today's program, you may call into 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send April an email, her email address is Ford at joysofyah.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. 
we are back and if you are going through some sort of setback or challenge and adversity, a boulder of adversity in your life. As promised, I'd share some of the testimonials from the readers, and that's why I give the book free. You can get the downloadable copy if you text the keyword JOY to 38470. Some of the testimonials, simple strategies for success, delivering and balancing the mental, physical, emotional, and body um, balance techniques outlined in there and how to break through um, your barriers, very empowering to recognize a way to expand my thoughts and process um, away from fear is very empowering. Again, don't take my word for it and take the words of other people's testimonials. And I love to hear your testimonials. So back with our guest today, before the break, Jocelyn was explaining that basically, you know, we have three parts of our, you know, as human beings, we have our minds, bodies, and our hearts, our souls. And the process of integration is really allowing the energy to move through our body to transmute it and really flow and not allowing the mind to be fed with attaching attaching a label to what our bodies are feeling. So hopefully I've summed that up as best as I can. So Jocelyn, can you continue explaining the process of how do we go through the process of mastering our mind? So once we're in flow and we're out of stuckness and we're in choice, then it's really about getting the right people in place to be your mirror. Um, When you have a a mirror with you, they can speak truth and give you different language to help you grow. So it's important that we feed our mind with the right information that speaks true to your heart. Uh, And this is how we really develop true authenticity and transparency. Um, And uh, you'll meet really phenomenal therapists that are great mirrors. You'll meet phenomenal coaches that are great mirrors. And then you meet basically uh, experts that have a knowingness that at a very high level that can speak to your knowingness. And so you basically want to develop a relationship or a system, put a system in place So you can climb and get the right skills, the right tools, and the right people in place to develop your ladder um, really so you can access you. And would you say the uh, process of how our minds or maybe some of the the other systems that were in place of how our minds labeled some of our emotions? I mean, at one point in time, you know, that actually worked for me with all the Trauma, traumas and setbacks that I have had, but would you say that's maybe just a part of it or a piece of it? I wouldn't say that it doesn't work completely because you, you have to start somewhere with the mind, right? Absolutely, and and I'd love to have the opportunity to just maybe explain it in terms of energy because I feel like that will probably paint a prettier picture and just make it easier, more digestible. I try to make it pretty simple. Um. So basically picture it like this, your body feels an energy. And as soon as that energy hits your body, again, you call it an emotion because we don't have any other language to explain it. So that energy hits your body, you call it an emotion, and then it feeds, the energy goes straight into your mind and it feeds your mind and it creates almost a hamster wheel where you get trapped and stuck in there. Part of us knows that we want to get out 
And so we seek out information and we tend to seek out information from things in our external world, such as information from books, teachers, um, you know, systems, institutions, it really kind of any construct that is man-made. Mm-hmm. And the truth is when we have a, um, when we seek out external information, we're putting our trust in information to feed our mind. So the way to get the energy to move, move and flow and to allow your mind to be released from that is to constantly be in a state of integration. So you constantly need to be integrating emotions and fear because it gets, if your physical human body is experiencing intense energy, which it does, it can feel intense at times and Mm -hmm. that could look scary for us. So the only way we truly can um, be free from that is to really know that fear is not real And the only way we can get solid in that space is to really, truly believe it in our mind and in our knowingness. So to hear that little whisper inside of you that says, everything she's saying is true. Everything I experience is real. Um, All things can happen. I'm magic. Uh, We create worlds. Whatever it looks like for you and your reality, for you to hear that little whisper and trust it, trust that you're creating your world. Then when you get to that place, uh, it just becomes effortless, really. So it is about a moving of the energy and making sure you're feeding the right part of you. Um, again, it goes back to making sure that you have a mirror to speak to your heart uh, instead of seeking out information sometimes. Does that make now, sense? Yeah, it does. It does. When it goes back to the realities that our mind creates, um, do you think it takes a long time to get through this process? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I used to. I it took it took me a long time, um, but I in in awareness, it's it's very similar to how the brain works. You have two neurons on a path, and they're hiking down a trail together. And the way we form a new pathway in our brain or a new thinking structure is really to allow one neuron or one synapse to go into a different direction. As that thought happens in a different direction, we create a new path. Uh, a lot of different techniques, therapeutic techniques, know this already, mm-hmm. such as CBT, DBT, ACT. Um, and as you create a new path of thinking, it allows for the trenches to get deeper and deeper. It's the same way in knowingness and truth and consciousness. Once one person has accessed it, it can be accessed for all, and it's easy and it's fast. It can happen in an instant. All you have to do is open your eyes to it. Mm-hmm. Now, what do we do? You said that one of the key points is to constantly be in integration, constantly integrating um, that energy. And how do we know mm-hmm. um, when we're in that space? Like you said, sometimes it could be too overwhelming for just for the, our physical bodies, right, as, mm-hmm. as our physical beings to be in that state. Absolutely. Our, when our physical bodies feel intense energy, we want to be scared. But if fear is not real, there's nothing to fear. It's just love. And a lot of the times we don't even know what that feels like. And mm-hmm. so if we open our eyes to feeling love and just breathe in our bodies, 
that is what integration truly looks like at your highest possible place. And so if everyone just chooses to breathe, maybe we don't even need to integrate. Maybe we don't even need to see that place. Maybe there isn't a process. Maybe it can just be now and be in stillness and oneness in an instant as we breathe, you know? Mm-hmm. And do you, do you think one of the tools that could help is a meditation to not only breathe, bring awareness, be in the moment and quieting the mind to be still and silent? Is med- has meditation worked for you? That's a great question. I feel as though people have the wrong idea about what meditation looks like. Meaning, if you're so used to your mind being fast, and moving around, it will be really hard for you to sit in stillness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it will get discouraging. So the one way that we meditate is really through movement. Um, and I know that sounds uh, just different, but if we breathe and we breathe life into us, and as we breathe, we integrate energy, it makes our hearts beat. And then we're meant to move in our bodies. Many times, and this is my experience in awareness, is that once somebody reaches a certain level of consciousness, we become so completely comfortable in our bodies. It feels like heaven. Uh, it's very hard to move in a space. Uh, you mentioned quicksand. It feels very similar to that when you're in oneness as well. And a lot of the times we want to be still in our bodies. I think it feels like floating in the clouds. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what it feels like, floating in the clouds. And why would we want to move from a space like that, Mm -hmm. right? Um, The one thing that happens, though, and this has happened uh, in our world throughout time, somebody accesses this level of knowingness and they get stuck there um, because it is hard to move our bodies in that place. And so, really, we have to choose to change our bodies and do things a little bit different. And we do that through movement. You have to be able to move in your body um, in stillness and in oneness and work for yourself and take care of yourself and value yourself and treat yourself with respect and dignity. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's hard and it's fun and it's amazing once we choose to see it that way instead of thinking it's hard. But we can be in stillness in our body and have um, consciousness, oneness in there and stillness and move at the same time. We do not have to be still to sit in stillness. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I, it, and I like how you brought up the point on people have this misconception on meditation because they easily get, you know, intimidated. Like, oh, my gosh, I have to be like uh, the person with the orange robe sitting on top of the Himalayas and I can't move an inch and have to be completely still and have no thoughts in my head. And that's really not meditation, um, at least from my experience. It's not. Would you have any practical tools that could help some of our listeners who may be new to um, stepping into this realm of stillness and consciousness of, of what meditation techniques they can implement? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you feel it. You feel oneness and stillness through vibration and through frequency and through energy. The process of meditation. Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead. To say how, what 
if they're, like I said, if they're new to this, what are some feeling words that we can kind of associate to kind of feed their minds as to associating what that looks like since they're brand new to this? Like, what are they, what would they feel like? What does meditation feel like? Yeah, it would feel like love. Basically, you would be in joy, you would be in love, you would feel in abundance. Um, when you're in a place where you're tapping into your heart, uh, on my way through here, I basically, you know, a lot of the times I had my headphones on because I had to quiet outside noise to just hear me. And I heard music and that's fine. I didn't have to not hear anything. And then you get to a place where you hear nothing. You just hear you. So... Um, A lot of the times when you're starting out, it just feels like a nice place of bliss and love and you just sit and joy. Um, It it is not completely quiet at first. It's exciting. Um, Just super happy. And you're very comfortable in your body when you're in a meditative state. Very comfortable in your body. It feels good to be in your body. Okay, great. And let's go ahead and take our last break and more with Jocelyn on sharing some practical tools that you can integrate when we're in this process of mastering our minds. We'll see you guys back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you have adversity or challenges in your life weighing you down? Are you sick and tired of feeling depressed, down, and just plain unhappy? Get yourself out of this rut. Take action. Break through the barriers in your life and gain the confidence that you deserve by downloading the free ebook You Are Not Alone at MyJoyAgain.com This book will help you to create your own blueprint to rise above life's challenges and discover the power inside you. Start smiling again, enjoy life, and feel empowered that you can face anything that is in front of you. Visit MyJoyAgain.com for the free ebook or text to 38470. The keyword, joy. Most of us have experienced the loss of a loved one, be it a friend or family member. There are all kinds of questions and emotional pain that we go through, but you can move on. Listen for From Morning to Morning with Rabbi Mel Glazer. It doesn't matter what faith you are, or if you even have no faith, you are sure to find meaning in Rabbi Mel's words and personal experience, as well as that of his guests. From Morning to Morning airs live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned into You Are Not Alone. To reach April Joy Ford or her guest on today's program, you may call into 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send April an email, her email address is Ford at joysofyah.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. 
Welcome back. And we are here with Jocelyn. She has been called the ego deconstruction expert. And I encourage you guys to listen to the replay of this segment. I know we've touched on a lot of points and key topics and some practical tools on how to master your mind, especially if you're going through an adversity or trauma. So Jocelyn, two questions. What are some symptoms that people can look for if um, things are out of alignment? And you mentioned that there's three parts to us. We have our body, our heart, and our mind. So what are some symptoms that things are out of alignment? And two, what are practical tools to bring us back into alignment? Um, What a great question. Uh, What I've witnessed is people that are out of alignment um, tend to experience either mental anguish or physical anguish. So we, our hearts are meant to feel an, an abundance of joy. It's meant to feel an abundance of love. We are meant to live in flow of love and be in love in all times. Um, and when we know that about ourselves and we have a knowingness about that, we're going to seek it out uh, and we want to find ourselves. And so one of the things that tends to happen when we're out of alignment is if we're lost in our mind or we're seeking information in the wrong places, our mind will give us a clue. And really, the clue looks like mental ailments, um, depression and anxiety, um, sadness, heartache, all of those things. Um, and the truth is, there's certain levels where people can't hear that they have choice over these. Um, they hurt so bad. And so that's when counseling comes into play and that's when coaching comes into play um, to really allow them the tools to get out of that place. Uh, If you're out of alignment in your body, you will experience physical discomfort, excruciating Mm -hmm. pain, um, ailments, sickness, uh, all of those things because your body is trying to give you a clue that something you are putting in it or doing to it is not working for you. That can also mean If you're feeling an abundance of energy in your body and you don't know how to move it, your body may break down. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember when I started this, I had so many different ailments and I had pain conditions and all sorts of things. All of them are completely gone. It was my body trying to tell me, Jocelyn, make me stronger to feel this energy. Um, Make me stronger to hold truth, to hold light. Um, the strength is really through our bodies. We move through our bodies. So, um, yeah, it, it, we just we have different things happen to give us those clues, and it's nice if we can listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those are good um, indicators. Like you said, it's either your mind um, giving you clues uh, or your body presenting all these ailments, and you just have to really be present to hear and pay attention and to act on it to do to do something what are some practical tools to get back into alignment um just to be in in that place of integration and moving the energy so if you can go to a place where you begin to move the energy and integrate it um and transmute it and change it that would be step one uh that's the first thing i teach all my clients is about moving the energy um And we really want to do that through a very nurturing, soft process. A lot of the times with people that are in intense pain and suffering, I see them at my clinic at Peace Therapy Centers, um, but really they they need counseling. That serves a valuable purpose. 
um, counseling is like the first stepping stone for them where they can go get help and uh, provide those skills really through a soft, nurturing environment. Because, I mean, how would you feel if you went to some place and were like, hey, I've got great news for you, pain's not real, and you're in so much pain? Right. Uh, it's almost dishonoring, and we don't want mm-hmm. to dishonor anybody. We want to love on them. And mm-hmm. so that would be the step one. And then the other is really finding the, um, the other skills and tools through a mirroring process once you have choice. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it's kind of hard to do this since we're on the air and not on TV where you can do a visual um, demonstration. Is there maybe some sort of demo that we can do over the radio on what, you know, how somebody can do this process of integration of moving energy? Um, I'd be more than happy to speak vibration and, and kind of just walk through a little meditative process. Yeah, let's do that. Is, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. All right. Be patient with me. As you feel in your body Allow the energy to move through you so you are in flow of abundance and love. As I speak, I breathe. Stillness, oneness, consciousness in you, through you, in love, so you will never be stuck in fear. Allow yourselves to breathe. Breathe. Allow love to flow through you, in you, in us, in all of us. We are one. We are now. We are still.
It is now. Be in flow of love. Thank you for your trust, people, and allowing me to speak vibration on the radio. That being said, thank you, Jocelyn, for being with us today. Is there any last-minute remarks that you'd like to leave our audience with as far as where they can find you for your work? Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Um, First, I would just like to say I love you completely, um, all of you, and thank you for allowing me to be on your show, April, and inviting me to be here. Thank you. I received Um, that. Yes, thank you. I love that you said you received this. Thank you, my love. (laughs) Oh, you're amazing. Um, If you need counseling help, feel free to reach us at At Peace Therapy Centers um, in Denver, Colorado. We also do online Skype coaching and consulting to provide you with skills and tools to get out of the quicksand of how And we use an integrative, collaborative approach to healing family systems with a really transparent model. Uh, We hold your hearts there. And then if you need help or an experience with a mirror, you need to contact personal power experts. We have an amazing system there. We have created an online platform for you to grow in truth, oneness, and stillness and be in a flow of love through consciousness um, and experience coaching and mirrors through a very safe, transparent, vulnerable model. It's amazing. It's called The Net, the Network of Evolutionary Transformation. My business partner, Tonya, created this amazing system to allow us to grow freely in a very safe place. Uh, And you have access to an amazing resource of intuitive coaches that will be your mirror to help you build more constructs in your mind and help you grow in oneness and stillness. Beautiful. Thank you you so much, Jocelyn. And remember, everybody, to tune in each and every week that there's gold to be discovered in our challenges. Know that you're not alone. Get inspired, uplifted, and empowered every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific on here on Voice America. I'm April Joy Ford. We appreciate your joining us this week, for you are not alone. Please tune in for another edition with host April Joy Ford next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.